in the year 2017. Two complete strangers with flex time on their hands meet at a Simpsons trivia night outside of Boston. Together with their powers, they created the Frosted Side Podcast. Their mission? These two hosts join forces with a guest to review an episode of their favorite cartoon, as well as a cereal chosen by the guests themselves, and eat it on air. Radical! Their mission as listener is simple. Okay. Don't touch that dial. Grab a seat in front of the TV, but not too close. And don't pick at the marshmallows, because here comes the frosted side. With the Daves, Dave Morrison, and Dave Lindquist. Happy 2022, everybody. Welcome to the Frosted Side. I am Dave Morrison alongside Dave Linquist. Dave, Happy New Year. Have you been? Happy New Year, Dave. 2022. Uh, Cautious optimism, I think, is the theme for this year. (laughs) Can't be that much worse, right? Oh, well, we'll get to that in a second. (laughs) We've already lost Betty White. We'll try to turn it around, but... uh, This is a rare midday podcast for us at the time that we're recording this because I'm actually on a break from my current job down at the dispensary. And no, I can't can't get you guys discounts. I know what you guys are thinking, so (laughs) it's not going to happen. Oh, man. Oh, man. (laughs) You're going to have to pay for your own daddy duty relaxo. Uh gummies yeah i'm i'm on parental leave so uh nice nice to both have a lull in the middle of the day and uh with baby here my three-month-old max is nearby max can you say no, no, Max, nothing out of him yet we'll get him got a one. little bit of a uh a soundboard going on there i i've been told <laughs> uh, he's, he's he's a little chatterbox i i wouldn't be surprised if he he's talking pretty young and uh, we have like a two or three year old with his own podcast not too long down the line there you go. Hey, oh, uh, I got to tell you, before we go any further, uh, I, I did something different last night. I tried stand-up comedy for the first time ever. I should have told you this Whoa, before the show. Uh, like uh, at an in-person place? No, it was or? just an yeah, open mic. Yeah. Oh, Thank awesome. you. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah I'll make it quick because uh, we're on a uh, tight schedule here. But uh, yeah, no, I, I got the urge last night, and uh, there was an open mic. I talked to local comic his name is dave radigan he does some open mics here in the boston area so i went up to salisbury massachusetts out of all places and i did a four four and a half minute stand-up routine about my life and uh well you you can see it yourself and uh i was a little nervous it it was it's not for everybody but uh once you do it and once you get it out in the open you feel so much better you have a little bit of bounce in your step uh, I can't, yeah. I've been waiting 37 years to do it almost 38, but once I, I did it, I was like, phew, um, I'm still kind of in the honeymoon phase for after working personally at Northeast comic-con expo, uh, alongside Gary yeah. Summers. Thank you, Gary, for putting on another great event. And our friend Ken Reed, uh, who hosted a Q and a panel with, uh, Michael Winslow, who did our, our intro, by the way, the Michael Winslow. Oh, that was such a fun little in- intro. Great job on uh, putting that together, by the way. That was uh, oh, he was really great, and that. he's one of the nicest, most down to earth individual that celebrity wise that I have met today. I also met Billy West, who gave me career advice. I'm saying to myself, Billy West, somebody that we all grew up with, with Doug and Ren and Stimpy and Futurama, he is giving me career advice, and you forget that Billy is a local. He got his start here in new england at charles lockwood show the big mattress and i'm saying 
saying to myself, this is Billy West. He's just talking to me. And then you realize that you are worth it because, you know, we can talk about self-esteem. I like Kyle Mooney. Uh, I watch him on SNL like everybody does. Um, like I said, we'll get into it in a second. But uh, back to the comedy. Yeah, it felt great being on stage for the first time. And it's not easy speaking to a bunch of strangers. On some days, it feels easier to speak to strangers, though, than it is doing the podcast. Uh, I, I enjoy you know, speaking to a room full of people as opposed to, you know, just anybody out there. And, uh, you know, but fuck it. Somebody's got to carry the, the torch after Bob Saget died. <laughs> oh, God, that's and that person yeah. hopefully isn't me. <laughs> so young, so young. But uh, yeah. And, no, and by all... all accounts, just like such a nice guy. Everybody said he was probably one of the nicest guys that they've ever met. Um, so yeah, no, it was too bad. Such a waste too, because I never got to meet him. I did see him live in 2006, along with Louis CK, Jim Norton and, uh, Bill Burr and Tracy Morgan, but the late great Patrice O'Neill, who I did have the chance to interview and meet and have a picture with, uh, late great Patrice O'Neill and, uh, Oh, God, who else was on that bill? Uh, God, he was so funny. Oh, man. It's just, you know, yeah. appreciate every single day. And that's what we try to do here on the Frosted side. Yeah. So let's get into it. I'm Skip. And I'm Trevor. And we're the new hosts of Saturday Morning. Oh, Star. We're at the zoo. <laughs> the power of peace. Lovely young man. Farewell, David. A shocking story unfolding right now as actors Lottie Wolf and Sean Benjamin are missing and feared dead. Your only public romance was with this bad boy heartthrob. All I can do is hope that they find her and just keep making my music. I shut up. You're making me blush. I wish I was extinct. Not every actor is going to be as iconic as Skip. Uh, subs? Host and smash alone, like you always wanted to. What do you shut up? This is great. It only gets weirder from here, folks. So this is probably something that everybody's wanted to do this type of TV show, Saturday Morning All-Star Hits. Uh, it's on Netflix right now, and it's a parody of everything that we have reviewed here on the Frosted side. Kyle Mooney, as we mentioned, from Saturday Night Live, he does his kind of... Hi! Hey, buddy. Yeah. Yeah. Nice. Don't hit that now. No, 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 no. Not while we're talking. Don't hit that. <laughs> Kids got to learn how to use the board correctly. <laughs> okay, that was me. I haven't been fed yet. No, Kyle <laughs> Mooney from SNL. <laughs> how are those chips and cold brew coffee, by the way? Oh, God. Yeah, I had uh, salt and vinegar chips and cold brew coffee for lunch today. Really, really great meal before... Uh, broadcasting uh, yeah. you know gr great voice <laughs> well speaking of my ocd i'm Ooh. not the biggest potato chip person uh i, I in fact I, oh i can see that like texture stuff, texture huh? absolutely 
And anything that's mass produced in a factory, even though it's science, I get very scared and very OCD. And it was it wasn't until yeah. a couple of years ago or three years ago we were up in New Hampshire, Kim and I, and we were we were in uh, Littleton, New Hampshire, and they they were serving kettle chips, and I was like, screw it, I'll just have some. And I I'll yeah, it wasn't bad. I it's just not something that I eat on a continuous basis. But like I said, well, those ones are particularly pointy too. Oh like yeah, the, like the Cape Cod style kettle chip type things. I feel like those are like harder than yeah. most. You well, know? why don't you introduce while I continue to decompress from that traumatic moment? Why don't you introduce our little friend right here once again? Yeah. All right. Here we go. This is Max. Max is uh, born in early October, and she's getting a little fussy at the moment, which I was afraid might happen during the course of the recording, but he's climbing up on me and being kind of a silly little guy. Hey, hi. Oh, buddy. buddy. A little hungry. Yeah. I might go, I might go grab him another little uh, bite to eat or something to try and keep I him know. pacified a bit. Oh, it's okay. Mind. I can regale people with stories, hey, so uh, I can regale you with all my okay, OCD so- stories. Yeah, I, well, just let me let me fill this up a bit. Maybe uh, maybe introduce uh, the uh, the that. cartoon a little bit and kind so, of background on it. What what your kind of general thoughts are? I'll have my headphones on so I can. Hear all it. right. So Saturday morning All Star hits. It's currently on Netflix. It premiered back in December. It was created by Dave McCary and Ben Jones, who I think are writers on SNL. It stars uh, writer and not ready for primetime player, Kyle Mooney. It's basically a parody of everything that we have reviewed on this program, uh, blocks of Saturday morning cartoons from the late eighties and early 1990s, kind of parodying a lot of what we used to watch on NBC back in the day. And for anybody who doesn't know Kyle Mooney, he's He's very hard to describe in terms of style. If you see him, he's got that trucker skateboard hat. He's got the glasses. He's got curly hair, and he does kind of the stoner skateboard, kind of pathetic loser type of skits. Every Each and every one of his, scare, his characters are kind of the same way, and it's unfair to criticize another comic because now that I've entered the realm of comedy, that's the last thing you ever want to do. You want to, you never want to criticize somebody's style and today is no different, but a lot of people think that Kyle Mooney is very one dimensional in terms of his delivery. I disagree. And uh, he features a lot of his characters in this parody of Saturday, uh, Saturday morning from the 80s and early 90s and it's a takeoff of a show on NBC called Smash uh it was you know it's hosted by twin brothers Skip and Trebor if you ever watched uh you, oh god both both, both played, played by, by him. him yep you can see the split screen right there and Chip and Pepper of course uh who's who they're parroting and uh, there's a lot of all, uh, Randy, these uh, dino- this dinosaur that kind of reminds me a little bit of Denver, the last dinosaur. So, that's just it then? I guess so. Would you want to, like, take some time away from each other and, and maybe just s- see where we're at? I don't think so, Randy. But I, I could be better. I think... This is just how it has to be. 
I really do love you so much. Love you too. Task Force 27 to 200 North Main Street. Jerry! I should go. Yeah. Uh oh. Oh. Okay. Uh, no, just my legs are get kind of caught on this thing right here. Your tail's hitting me. Damn it. It's fine. No, it's fine. It's fine. Well, see ya. Oh yeah, d definitely inspired by that, but cer certainly a lot darker. And then they got the creative critters, and who is kind of like the Care Bears a little bit. Uh, Strongimals, kind of like Thundercats and Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. This is the one that I was that I kind of like. I, I know he does it on SNL a little bit. Uh, Weekend Update. Uh, Bruce Chandling, kind of the pathetic unfunny soupy dreck of uh, a comic with the slick back hair and uh very pathetic uh little bruce uh, it's kind of like uh i want to say bobby's world which we've reviewed here on the show in the past and uh i i i, I kind of think that that's the standout and here's what we reviewed with kevin harrington that he brought to the <laughs> <laughs> brought to the brought to the show uh all-star cartoons say don't shut up a public service announcement it doesn't sound like <laughs> it doesn't so sound bad. like i'm reading this from wikipedia at all it's kind of like wait remember yeah, yeah right, right. <laughs> no. cartoon all-star to the rescues for anybody who's been following this program we've yeah. had uh, uh kevin harrington to review it and yeah a, a, amazing anti-drug psa half hour long like mashup of all the different saturday morning characters on at the time like they they do just it, it's such a good little parody of that with like yeah don't say shut up there's an ep epidemic of saying the and they had the pre up. was it the president that uh, had all the 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 live action juxtaposed car uh, creative critters uh who are about to say shut up and she's like ah 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 <laughs> i think uh you know you know the you know the pre so uh, the the pre-credits gag with the with the when you know kind of a parody of George and Barbara Bush. I like that. I thought that was pretty cute. Yeah, but it's yeah. not laugh. Well, I mean, there's a lot of. Go ahead. No, you're right. You, no, there, there's there's so much of just like little stuff like that inserted here and there in here. Like, I mean, I think my favorite part is like the ongoing story of the interstitials with the brothers Skip and Trabor and Skip's newfound fame oh, and know. all that. And there's this whole, whole story interweaving yep. through everything. But in the middle of that, I love, uh, I love what he does with subs in this. He, he treats them like kind of like arbitrarily the way like pizza was suddenly cool in the late eighties, early nineties with like Ninja Turtles and everything. They're like, subs are awesome. Whoa. We love. And well, that other whole trope of like, for some reason around this time period, like, any like surfer skater like Whoa, dumb guy voice is like the epitome of cool. Yep. Yeah, it's like uh, uh, what was it? Uh, uh, Cody on Co Step by Step. Like oh, everybody Sasha had like Mitchell. a character. Like what that. a what a yeah. piece of shit he uh, was in real life. Uh, yeah, what a oh my god! But 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 that that trope like that that character of just like hey I'm done. I mean Michelangelo. From I've Ninja never Jones, heard you do impressions on this program, Dave. <laughs> Yeah, right? Frosted oh. side first. It's just, it's just such a fun voice to do. Like, it's so yeah, easy. Man. Whoa! Oh, totally God. outrageous. Uh, it, uh, uh, Barbara Barone was the president's name. It was a takeoff of Hillary and Tipper Gore. 
And um, I like Nuance, who was uh, who reminded me of Paula Abdul or Regina, who was in an ad council public service announcement in the early 90s, kind of stop motion, juxtaposed in the take of Bite Out of Crime commercial. That was the ad that I remember seeing oh, yeah. as a little kid. They parodied that and they it was a. Uh, a song called don't say shut up or, or something something along those lines i'd have to go back and watch it and you can tell we did our research but yeah. it's no it's really something that it, it it doesn't blow you out of the water but it does make light of all the saturday morning tropes and they got the camera angles and uh, all the effects to make it look like it was shot back in 19 19- 89 or 1990 or something like that. Oh, Poppy, this is horrible. We have to change this. Maybe the change needs to start with you. <gasps> no way. Chart topping pop star nuance? Hey, Puppy, is it time to jam? Don't say shut Yeah, there, there, there's definitely that? some fake yeah. like VHS kind of stuff going on. Yeah, well, Kyle Mooney, like one one of the few things I know about him personally is I think he's given a few interviews on this. He's, mm. he's apparently got like a massive VHS like videotape like collection and is like I read very that. like nostalgic for stuff of this era. So so it really fits. He really had that whole aesthetic down. I was reading. I think it was Thrillist had this really good interview piece up on him about making of this and just all the stuff he was inspired by. Like, like he really liked the idea of like a block of TV like that, like the Disney afternoon, which of course was like a weekday programming thing, but like was inspired by that. And specifically there was one like great, like behind the scenes special on the making of Chippendale's rescue Rangers. Yep. And like it had its own like ridiculous music video and stuff. And I went and watched a couple of clips of that special and you can see how that like hmm. completely leaked into the creation of this. And, and it's, yeah, it's a fun bit of like nostalgia and making fun of stuff, but like, man, the tone of this whole thing is pretty dark. Well, right? That's pretty much all of his comedy. If you watch some of his digital shorts, I, I can't, I, I can't do it justice describing it, but uh, there was one where he was doing a dance off, and it was a really shitty dance off and everybody was going nuts and he became a YouTube star. And then something took a really dark turn. Um, and uh, I couldn't really describe his comedy other than he, he looks like somebody who's innocent, somebody that you just want to smoke weed with or go to the skate park with. But then it just it goes really south afterwards. Um, Randy is the yeah. This is just like underlying. Well, Randy darkness. is the perfect yeah. example because Randy is this dinosaur who goes to college to become a famous musician, and he's drinking, and his girlfriend, who is this firefighter, who's voiced by Emma Stone, by the way, and you, you yeah, there's some really good voice cameos yeah, in this. And I think Paul, Paul Rudd, Rudd shows, shows up in up. that same one yep, at some point. And, but you feel bad for Randy and you want to shake, shake him. You want to shake his gills. And yeah, and it's just so typical of something that Kyle Mooney would do 
if you've watched SNL like anybody does, um, anybody over over 35 does on a Saturday night. Um, Creative Crittles, kind of a parody of uh, the Care Bears and some of the Alvin and the Chipmunks. Yeah, Popples, and all that kind of stuff. It, uh, yeah. Here's one. You know who did the voice of Susie Carmichael was Cree Summer, who was on a bunch of different shows, oh, uh, yeah. Different World notably. Yeah, she's done a lot. And she was a voice of one of the, uh, the, uh, the Crittles. Uh, and you can tell right away who it is because uh, she she has that distinctive sound in her voice. Uh, you you know it's like yeah. oh it's that's Susie Carmichael from Rugrats. <laughs> Pro Bros, which is kind of like the uh, the Bo Jackson Wayne Gretzky uh, cartoon that I think you've mentioned in, yeah. in the past. It's a uh, it's a show created by Ethan Rush, who's known as the less prominent brother of controversial movie star Johnny rash <laughs> the show's antagonist ronnie selfish oh god yeah i i i for a second i almost forgot that whole thing's going on in the background the whole time we've got like a murder case story going mm. and the the blossom like character he's dating and like, then there's uh, of course the strong animals you know we mentioned thundercats teenage mutant ninja turtles i didn't really see anything that resembled the Thundercats no more than I saw uh, the the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. I mean, there was some allegory there. No, I think just just yeah. the aesthetics of those characters. You know. And then little Bruce um, Bruce Chandling. Um, I don't know. I want to give that comic a chance. You always want to support another comic. Um, <laughs> then there's the Meeps you know, making fun of the Smurfs, Crittle Littles making fun of Muppet Babies and Kingdom Chums. And uh, Lottie, which is kind of uh, a mashup between Boy Meets World and Clueless, and there's definitely some blossom definitely in there some too. Blossom. I mean, they have uh, oh Pamela Adelon, who was the voice of Bobby Hill on King of the Hill, and worked with Louis C.K. in the past. Uh, she was uh, Digit on Randy, and you can you can you can tell who these people are just by listening. Oh uh, yeah, there's uh, Beck Bennett. Um, Maurice LaMarche, who's been on, uh, you said Chris, uh, Paul Rudd, he was David on Creative Crittles, and Chris Red uh, from Saturday Night Live, Radon Chong, my goodness, taking you back to the 80s, and if you've been playing along with our uh, Frosted Side drinking game, it's Frank Welker, who's been on just about every, <laughs> um, so yeah, Fred Armisen, go figure, he used yeah, I, I I feel like Welker they pulled in Just there like because. as a tribute to that era and stuff. Like we we can't he's still actively working and doing this kind of stuff. We need to have him in just just, just to do to that, do that mm-hmm. because he's Frank Welker. When you what are you gonna say no to Frank Welker? Um, no. Uh, eight episodes. It's only eight episodes. So in between Cobra Kai. Yeah, it, 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 honestly, it felt like it felt like less than that to me. You know, I it's a quick watch. It really is. It's just something to just go through on a saturday night uh or sunday night or monday night or whenever you're doing a feeding um <laughs> is he good is he fed he's uh he's mowing down an extra bottle now we're just i'm afraid of the burping that's coming after this because this guy do you want to so yeah do you want to do the cereal now um uh, we've got five minutes before i go back yeah yeah well, yeah well, let's 
Yeah, let's get into All it really right. quickly because uh, I don't have a ton to All say right. about it. I'll, I'll, we'll I'll be right back here on the frosted right. side. Let's go get a bowl. No, not that bowl. Right. We'll be back. Kellogg is teaming up with them to make Wendy's Frosty Chocolatey Cereal. The limited edition cereal contains crispy cocoa bites and chocolate-flavored marshmallows. Yum. Hmm. It also includes a coupon for a free Wendy's Frosty, so let's just pile on all those yeah. calories while we're at it. I'll take that instead. <laughs> yeah. So uh, this week we are doing uh, a limited edition cereal from Kellogg's. It's actually uh, came out in December, kind of challenging to find now. It took me a couple trips to stores. I know Walmarts tend to have it up at the front of the stores. It's the Wendy's Frosty Chocolatey Cereal. This uh, comes in some pretty great packaging. It's got Wendy front and center on it. And it's uh, chocolate-flavored cereal with uh, little chocolate marshmallows in it. Mm-hmm. Uh, my, I just my eat around them. This is, yeah, my, my, my take on this, it's, uh, it's basically Kellogg's take on Cocoa Puffs. Mm-hmm. Uh, the marshmallows are weird in mine. They all kind of settle to the bottom of the box and I couldn't get them up because they're these weird, like tiny things. I don't know if they're meant to dissolve into the milk and make it chocolatey or what, but you know, not memorable. Uh, frankly, this stuff just tastes like, you know, store brand cocoa puffs or something to me. Um, that's exactly what it tastes like. That chocolatey vibe. Yeah. I wouldn't, I wouldn't call it, you know. The, the marshmallows are, I, I think it's supposed to be intentional, them kind of sinking in there, you know, being on the bottom. Maybe they're supposed to, like, get into the milk, like I said, but they're, like, the weirdest, tiniest cereal marshmallows I've ever seen, and they're distributed kind of weird, at least in my box. Um, highlight of this is on the back of it, there's a uh, there's a coupon for a free Frosty or Frosty Chino on the back. Mm. I'll probably end up using that. But besides that, just you know, not not really memorable. I, I think this is a thing Wendy's is trying to do lately is kind of do these kind of silly hip things like this. At one point, uh, a few months ago, I think they had a uh, spicy chicken sandwich flavored Pringles they put out. And, you know, Wendy's is is known. Yeah, right. <laughs> Wendy's is kind of known for being like that, that corporate presence on social media. That's like funny and like oh we'll roast you we're we're like the you know hip twitter presence it, we, it tastes, we don't take ourselves I, that seriously yeah well i agree with you 100 percent. it tastes like Cocoa no please Puffs go ahead with some flavory yeah, uh, yeah it, with some flavor but not quite as good right it's like a slightly yeah, really. lesser cocoa puffs but sold out everywhere you go which is weird because i got mine the last box at target yeah down the street or just like yeah, I checked like four targets. It wasn't available to any of them. Like I, I don't know. I guess just kind of popular. Maybe people are collecting these boxes or whatever. I mean, I gotta give them credit for for that. Like the box, I kind of love. Like this, this would draw me to it as a kid. I'm like, oh, it's like that ice cream I like. But it's all yeah, about. It's branding. just kind of a nothing cereal. Like, yeah, it's well, it's inoffensive that's, that's what to drew me. You in you know, as a kid. Like, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Stick, it is what it is. I'm still on thinking the lower about that Pringle so they're in chicken the kids sandwich. Reach. Ew! Ugh, ugh. Yeah, right? All right. Well, <laughs> I never got to try it. I looked for it. I'm like, mm. this is going to be disgusting. I have I to try this and at least have a word on it. But yeah, nothing. Uh, give give it to Max. Max see, what, see what his verdict is. Yeah. What do we think? No solid foods yet, but no. <laughs> All right. Ah. Teach so, him young. Yeah, I'm just right. I'm just kind of neutral on the thing. Like it's it's not bad or anything, yeah. No, I think I'll give it to the guys at work. 
<laughs> give it to a bunch yeah. of non-marijuana smokers at a non-marijuana dispensary <laughs> that um, is uh, perfectly legal on the state and federal level. And uh, they're not hungry. I, I feel like if, if it were the kind of, it, like if I were the kind of person who like, I mean, I'm not far off from this kind of person, but if I were the kind of person who collected cereal boxes, this would be a fun one to like have sitting on a shelf in a basement somewhere beyond that. Take, take it or leave, leave it. it you know? All right, Dave, I got to get back to making sure that our totally legal at the state and federal level parking lot and front desk is operating smoothly you got to get back to daddy duty and uh don't forget to go on tpublic.com folks and check out frosted side merch uh you've got t-shirts uh for the warmer months hey it's getting lighter earlier and earlier each and every single day don't forget sweatshirts because it's still cold out there Cold out there. By the way, I did uh, wear the Frosted Side shirt when I was doing the stand-up last night. And I have the video nice. to prove it. Oh, for, and I'll bring it on. I'll put it on our, our Facebook page. And uh, next time I uh, do my stand-up, uh, I'll, I'll let you know. And Dave, you have anything to promote? Max? No, I think that's about it on this end. Uh, just just as a bit of a teaser with that uh, kind of tea Public Frosted Side merch, uh, we can discuss this off there. But I've been mulling over the idea of a little contest. I was thinking getting some Ooh. of the stickers or something, doing uh, doing a little contest on their social media or like, you know, reviews or something like that. Well, uh, we can talk about that and uh, bring it up next, next show. But I, I think I'm going to order some of that merch and maybe... Uh, give it out with, uh, you know, have a con best answer to this or, you know, some sort of serial trivia or something, but, uh, look, look for that. Max, on the do you have anything to promote, buddy? Max, anything we need to say? Buddy? No. I think that's it. <laughs> All right, Dave, you have a great day. Thank you everybody for listening to the frosted side. Like us on social media. Don't forget to like, and subscribe. We're on Apple podcasts, Spotify, you name it everywhere. So for Dave Morrison and Dave Linquist, Hey, I'm Dave Morrison. You have a great day. See you next time. <laughs> Bye.